0: Hello, everyone. We are on the last section of Psalms. We start with Psalm 146, 10 verses. This psalm is one of the praise psalms. Um, it praises God for His greatness. Uh, since He made the earth and the heavens, uh, He is faithful and just to the oppressed. And that uh, doesn't necessarily mean that He'll be just in this life, but at, at a point in time when He chooses, He will be just. Um, and while we don't know the author of this particular psalm, uh, tradition gives this psalm's authorship to Haggai or Zechariah, uh, two of the prophets towards the end of the Bible. Um, psalm 146 to 150 form the last of the Hallel praise collection. Um, at some point in time, these psalms were used in a synagogue for daily prayers. Um, so this is the very last section. Psalm 146, verses one and two. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, on my soul. I will praise the Lord while I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being.
1: Hallelujah, or praise the Lord. <laughs> this phrase begins and ends each of the Psalms in this section, the 146 to 150. This word calls everyone to praise the Lord. The author vows to praise God as long as he has his being, which would include during life and into eternal life. Verses 3 and Mm 4. Do not trust in princes, in mortal man, in whom there is no salvation. His spirit departs, he returns to the earth. In that very day his thoughts perish.
0: The psalmist calls on those listening, not to trust in man no matter their rank because no man can save others that they can't even save themselves one day each man will die and on that day his thoughts will be removed from the earth basically men's plans will die with them we can't trust in man because they will always fail us especially when it comes to salvation verses six and five haha, five and six
1: <laughs> not in that order <laughs> yeah not in that
0: order How blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever.
1: In contrast, the person that depends on God is blessed because God is always true to his word and never fails. In God is where our hope and help can be realized. He can save us. He is the one who made all things around us, including the ground, the seas, and the skies. He is faithful no matter what happens in His universe. Verses 7 through 9 Who, ex- who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry? The Lord sets the prisoners free, the Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord protects the strangers. He supports the fatherless and the widow, but he thwarts the way of the wicked.
0: God is faithful to those who love him. Now this is an awesome list of what he does. He brings justice to the oppressed in his time. He will bring justice to those that were abused as they were weak. He feeds the hungry. This is both physically and spiritually. He releases prisoners. Again, both physically from actual prisons, and spiritually, prisons of sin. He opens the spirit, the eyes of the blind, both physically, again physical sight, and spiritually, a spiritual sight to see the truth and that God is behind that truth. He raises the humble. This is. You hear this throughout all of Scripture, God. God lifts the humble up and then brings the proud down. He loves the righteous, which are those that love him. He protects strangers, which may refer to immigrants in or passing through a country. He provides for the orphan and the widow, which these are very dear to the heart of God, because they were the most vulnerable in the Israelite society. These are the people that could not fend for themselves, and God loves those people ruins the plans of the wicked. He does not let many of their plans come to pass, and those that he does let come to pass will one day be the point of where he causes justice, and that will be in his time. Verse 10, the Lord will reign forever, your God, O Zion, to all generations. Praise the Lord.
1: The Lord is coming again, and he will rule over all forever there's no doubt about it. He will rule over all generations that have existed and that will exist. Hallelujah. Psalm 147, 20 verses, and actually no title with this psalm. It was written anonymously. It praises the Lord for his greatness in sustaining all of creation and for his grace in giving believers healing and his word. Verse 1. Praise the Lord, For it is good to sing praises to our God. For it is pleasant, and praise is becoming.
0: Hallelujah. It is good to praise God. It not only glorifies Him, but also uplifts our spirits. Uh, It points us to something greater than ourselves, something we can hope in. The psalmist calls it pleasant. When we praise Him, our problems fade away in His greatness. Verse 2 and 3. The Lord builds up Jerusalem he gathers the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds.
1: God had built up Jerusalem, which was the city where he chose to dwell among men in the Old Testament, and he gathered the outcasts of Israel there. This may be referring to their return from the exile, a punishment from God for their sin. Those that repent the brokenhearted from their sins before God will find healing and restoration from God. Verses 4-6 through He counts the number of the stars. He gives names to all of them. Great is our Lord and abundant in strength. His understanding is infinite. The Lord supports the afflicted. He brings down the wicked to the ground.
0: Our God is so incredible. That he knows the number of stars in the universe. And as if that wasn't enough, he named all of them. His vast understanding and knowledge are beyond all that we can comprehend. His strength is amazing. He alone made all those stars and sustains all of creation. With this same strength, he sustains the humble and the afflicted and brings the wicked to justice. The Lord is good. Verses 7-9 through Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving, sing praises to our God on the lyre, who covers the heavens with clouds, who provides rain for the earth, who makes grass to grow on the mountains. He gives to the beast its food, and to the young ravens which cry.
1: The psalmist again calls on everyone to praise the Lord with gratitude and with music. The lyre was an instrument. God is great, And we see that in his creation, the clouds that he allows to provide rain for us, the grass and the mountains and food for animals, even down to helpless baby ravens. Verses 10 and 11. He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He does not take pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord favors those who fear him, those who wait for his loving kindness.
0: God is not impressed by the strength of an animal or a man. Instead, he delights in those who fear him, those who wait for his loyal love, his faithful love. We can bring pleasure to our Creator by desiring him, fearing him, trusting him, and depending on him. And that's quite honestly an honor to be able to do that. Verses 12 to 14. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your sons within you. He makes peace in your borders. He satisfies you with the finest of the wheat.
1: The psalmist calls on Jerusalem to praise the Lord because God gave them security, peace, and blessings, and the finest food. What blessings can you praise God for? Verses 15 to 18. He sends forth his command to the earth, his word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters the frost like ashes. He casts forth his ice as fragments. Who can stand before his cold? He sends forth his word and melts them. He causes his winds to blow and the waters to flow.
0: Through just the power of his word, just as speaking, he sends the snow to the earth, and then with the same power, causes it to melt verses 19 to 20. He declares his words to Jacob, his statutes and his ordinances to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any nation. And as for his ordinances, they have not known them. Praise the Lord.
1: God showed his words to Israel. He revealed his law to Israel. He only did this with one nation. For this, the psalmist calls on Israel to praise the Lord. They were very privileged. But how do we apply that to us? We are also privileged in that we have access to the full Word of God and His revelation of Himself to the world. We're also blessed through the revelation of the rest of God's plan for mankind, Jesus and His mission for our salvation. We know the lengths that God went to in order to bring his people to salvation. This should cause us to praise him and to see our circumstances as small in light of our upcoming eternity with him. Psalm 148, 14 verses here. The psalmist calls all of creation to praise the Lord because he created it. Then he calls the earth to praise God because he exalted Israel. Verses 1-6 through six. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all stars of light. Praise Him, highest heavens and the waters that are above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded and they were created. He has also established them forever and ever. He has made a decree which will not pass away.
0: Hallelujah. All creation is called to praise the Lord. He starts from the highest of heights, and that's the heavens. The angels are the first creation the author specifically calls out, which are from the highest location. He then calls the sun, the moon, the stars, and finally the atmosphere above the waters of the earth. We all should praise him, because he had spoken them into existence. He created them, established them, sustains them, and he allows them to exist. He made the command, and so it will stand. Verses seven through twelve Praise the Lord from the earth, sea monsters and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and clouds, stormy wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all cattle, creeping things and winged fowl, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and virgins old men and children.
1: The psalmist then calls on all earthly things to praise the Lord. Sea creatures, forces of nature, mountains, hills, trees, and land animals, insects, birds, all people, the young and the old, men and women, all rulers, everything, in other words, should praise God for his greatness. Verses 13 and 14. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above earth and heaven, and he has lifted up a horn for his people. Praise for all his godly ones, even for the sons of Israel, a people near to him. Praise the Lord.
0: God alone is worthy to be praised. He is the only creator, and he is full of majesty and splendor. As creator, he is greater than his creations make sense. God had also lifted up a horn or a strong person for his people of Israel. The psalmist ends this psalm calling the people to praise God for his greatness and for Israel. Hallelujah. And why is this important? Because God is the only one that we direct our lives to. He is the only one that will satisfy our longings, the ones that are in our souls. If we chase anything else, we'll always be lacking. We will always need more, we'll always want more, but with God, we will be satisfied in His purposes for us. The constant thirst of dissatisfaction will go away, and yet, we will always want more of Him. We will want our relationship to go deeper and purer than the day before, because of our love for Him, which comes from His love for us. Psalm one forty-nine, nine verses, The unknown psalmist calls on Israel to sing praises to the Lord. He saves the humble and allows his people to bring vengeance on the nations. Verses 1-3 through Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of the godly ones. Let Israel be glad in his maker. Let the sons of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing. Let them sing praises to him with timbrel and lyre.
1: Hallelujah. The psalmist starts by calling on the people to sing a new song for the Lord. We are not confined to only sing certain songs. We can let our hearts sing so long as it glorifies the Lord. They could dance and sing with instruments. Israel was called to be glad in her maker, in her king, just as we are. Verses 4-5 through The Lord takes pleasure in His people, He will beautify the afflicted ones with salvation. Let the godly ones exult in glory, let them sing for joy on their beds.
0: The Lord takes pleasure in His own people. If you are His child, God takes pleasure in you, and you are precious to Him. He will save the hurt and the humble. God is great in salvation, and so His godly ones can and should exalt Him, even from their beds verses 6 through 9. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth, and a two-edged sword in their hand, to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute them, the judgment written. This is an honor for all his godly ones. Praise the Lord.
1: The psalmist called on Israel to keep praise in their mouths and swords in their hands. Israel would execute the justice of God on the wicked. Their status did not matter. They would be bound and judged by God. This was an honor reserved for the Lord's separated ones. This probably refers to Jesus' second coming, where he will clean the earth of the wicked. Praise the Lord. Psalm 150 thanks for sticking with us. We've made it to the end of Psalms. We've got six verses here in this last psalm, and the psalmist here calls on all people to praise the Lord in his sanctuary with all kinds of instruments. It seems to rightfully be a final praise to God, calling all others to do the same. Looking to God and his greatness leads to adoration, not simply obedience. Verses 1 and 2. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty expanse. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness.
0: We are called to worship God in His sanctuary. In the Old Testament, this would have been in the temple or the synagogue or the tabernacle. But now, this means in the church or basically anywhere we are. Remember, now, per 1 Corinthians 6.19, We are the temples of the Holy Spirit, so we can worship Him anywhere. Now, why praise God? Because of His mighty and awesome deeds. There is so much to praise God for. Think of creation and all its details. Think of your body and all its working parts. Think of salvation and how He has provided the sacrifice and the means to be saved and reconciled to God. We're no longer enemies. We're children now. The list can go on and on and on. He is worthy to be praised. Verses 3-5 through Praise Him with trumpet sound. Praise Him with harp and lyre. Praise Him with timbrel and dancing. Praise Him with stringed instruments and pipe. Praise Him with loud cymbals. Praise Him with resounding cymbals.
1: The author mentions eight different instruments we can praise God with. Well, let's specifically address a misconception here. This does not mean that these are the only instruments we can use to praise God. Nor does it mean that we cannot fully praise God unless we have those eight specific instruments. The psalmist is simply encouraging his listeners to use whatever means they have to sing and dance to him. Be excited for the glory of the Lord because he is worthy to be praised. Verse 6. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.
0: This is an awesome verse to conclude the book of Psalms. It is a call to everything that is alive to praise the Lord. All living things will one day praise the Lord and we are called to get ahead of the crowd. This is not just a call to worship leaders, not just a call to pastors or priests or elders, it's a call to all people to praise the Lord. I pray you take the opportunity to praise God with your mind, your strength, your words, your life, and with all that you are, because He is worthy. This book ends with a final hallelujah. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, Next season, we'll be speaking about introductions. We'll be speaking on truth, the Old Testament, the New Testament, and uh, give a little bit of a preview of the different doctrines and teachings that we'll be going through. Thank you. Talk to you soon.